Today's guest is Justin Byers, and he heads up research and development at Benuti Technologies. And this conversation today, we'll be covering what they're doing with one of their products called UV Seed, which is essentially one of those UV lights that you can hover around and uh, disinfect with. Uh, but there's a twist. It's got AI and and it's also looking out for you to make sure you don't get hurt in the process of using one of those. Believe it or not, that hadn't been taken into consideration yet. Then uh, another product that he'll dive into is Relieve, which is a neural implant, if you will. Um, it's a neuromodulation implant, I should say. I correct myself there. And it, the implications, the ramifications of what it can do moving forward into the future for anyone struggling with like cluster headaches, which was its, its inception in, as part of the design, uh, to eventually strokes and what it can do to get past the blood-brain barrier. All those things are going to be absolutely instrumental as things move forward, as the world continues to evolve. We're getting data points that we never had access to, where now we can hover this magic wand that disinfects something, right? We're getting data points and, and, and devices that can control and make it so that, I don't know, we don't have a stroke. We can probably solve dementia now. The, the implications of what we're going to be able to learn about, the development of it, some of the challenges with developing products like that. For any people who are looking to get into medical uh, device startups, you're going to be able to borrow from his wisdom, from his experience, the hard-won lessons. This is something you're going to want to listen to. And overall, it's just a really awesome conversation. And I think you will enjoy this because I definitely did. And as usual, it felt very natural, very organic. And really, there's nothing much else to say other than these are also just a super awesome guy. So without further ado, Justin Byers of Benuti Technologies. All right, all right, all right. Oh, man, what an absolute pleasure to have you here. Uh, Justin, it, it, it really is um, one of those things where I don't often get a chance to talk to somebody in the medical uh, technology space and that sort of where it intersects that way. Um, and while I, I don't want to start it off immediately there, what I will say is what made me even more intrigued is I hear you're a motorcycle enthusiast uh, above all things. You know what I mean? And for me, this is kind of cool because then I keep going through the notes and I see you're an inventor at the same time. So I'm like, all right, hold on. This is uh this is a Renaissance man. So, yeah. so I, so I got to ask, man, um, what what was it like to like step into the world and say to yourself, I'm going to invent things and then ride motorcycles off into the distance? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think everybody secretly loves motorcycles, right? I this mean, is true. <laughs> there's something great about, you know, you, you, you know, uh, I, I, I recently got rid of that one, but for a while, you know, I had a, a, a Harley Nightster with a single seat, you know, and there's something about getting on a vehicle that no one can, you know, no one can get in there with you and, and no windshield. <laughs> and, you know, I, I had mine pretty much all stripped. So it was just engine and gas tank and a, you know, and a, and a, and you get out on the road and, and there's that real connection. Um, and, and I, I always like that because it, it allows me, you know, a lot of time to think, you know, yeah. um, 
you know, I always sort of enjoyed the the being creative. And, you know, I don't think that anyone ever sets out to be an inventor. You know, um, I, I always had a, uh, a, a, a drive or a, an enjoyment of sort of tearing things apart and knowing how things work. Um, you know, so when I when I when I left high school, I, you know, I decided I was going to go into engineering. So I got a, a background in electrical engineering and computer science. Um, I went to work at a uh, big Fortune 500 company. I went to work at uh, Motorola, and I was on a, a team that did the GM OnStar system. So when the OnStar system was originally introduced, it was an analog cell phone. Um, I was on the team that that created the the first digital um, OnStar system, and it and it was it was fun. Um, you know, it, it was neat to design something where we made. You know, I think we were making you know millions and millions of units every year. Um, but you know, the 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 big Fortune 500 companies, you know, they they sort of uh, operate like a ship. You know, and you and when you when when you start working with startups and doing your own thing, you know, to pull it sort of back. That that's sort of like driving a motorcycle. You know, startups are fun because they're they're nimble, they're quick um they're fast you know and and you you get to you get to sort of you know drive it the way you want to drive it um and so i don't know if there was ever a point where i said oh i want to do a bunch of patent work and invent things but what i did like is you know that ability to be at a company where you know if you know you know my, my job is uh i i i'm the director of research and development for benuti technologies and we're this uh independently owned uh sort of think tank if you will dr peter benuti uh started us and as a company we have about 500 issued patents uh, about 300 more you know pending um and so i go to work one day and we may be working on green technology and in the lab sort of playing around and you know the next day we're working on you know some of the stuff we'll talk about in a little bit cell phone accessories and you know surgical implants and you know at a at a major company you know you you, you never sort of get that freedom um and and startups you know startups are are the the motorcycle of the business world <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that, that might even be the name of this conversation, man. <laughs> um, and as I as I think about it, you're right. I mean, it, it really is a thing if we watch and listen to the way things progressed. I mean, we went so far back as to when Motorola was making OnStar. That that takes me back, right? And now we're in a world where we don't have to. And excuse me for the language. We don't have to not know about yeah. what's happening in our world anymore right so yeah. for example with uv seed this is like ai powered disinfectant platform right work home school from what i'm seeing in the notes we don't have to know that what our environment is we don't have to not know what our environment is like right now we actually have real-time data with the tech that you're building yeah uh, and so i like to start there <laughs> yeah you see it as a fun project you know um you know as i as i mentioned we're sort of a medical you know think tank medical r d but as a lot of people you know experience during the covid lockdown everybody got sh shut at home yeah. um you know and over the years we've done here we've done a lot of 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 really fun sometimes crazy projects um you know at one point we we helped design a, a system that welds plastics inside of the body which also sort of is a pullback to motorcycles because it's a, a for ulna fractures and 
you know, there's there's something about motorcycles and fractures that also <laughs> I wonder to go together. <laughs> um, but uh, but so you know, we, we we spend a lot of time with with that and robotics and all sorts of you know really interesting you know surgical products. And then you know one day, you know, we all got stuck at home. Um, and Dr. Benuti and I, he was, he was down in Florida and I was, I was here in Illinois. And, you know, I think we'd talk about uh, probably once, twice every day, you know, during the shutdown period, because we, we work a lot together and there was a, you know, I, I think we both were sort of following, you know, everything that was happening. Um, and, you know, the, even though we weren't at the office, you know, you know business has to keep moving. Um, both of us had purchased at one point, one of those UV sanitizing wands that were sort of popular and, yeah. and we both got it home and, and, and both of us said the, the same thing is that, you know, these are, these are just impossible or, or almost crap to use because, you know, the, the, the science behind UV is UV, you know, C the, is, is very established. Um, UV light breaks the bonds and the, in in the DNA and RNA of, of the of the viruses and bacteria, um, you know that part is a given. I think the science community buys it. I mean, it's proven. But but the problem with a lot of the products out there is that um, the the way that it it disrupts it is you need a certain amount of energy. Um, if you don't put enough energy in it, it's not going to disrupt the the DNA bonds, and it doesn't work. And so you know these products were coming out during COVID, and you would you know you would just sort of wave it across the table. Um, and you didn't, you know, we didn't think it, it, it was easy to use. You don't know if you're, how long are you supposed to hold it in one spot? Do I know where you have cleaned? Because really what you're trying to do is you're trying to clean, um, you're trying to kill an invisible object with an invisible light. And you 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 can't visualize that. You can't, you can't do that. So, you know, we were sitting around during lockdown and we said, you know, I, I bet you we could do something better than this, you know? And so, you know, we had done a lot of work in, you know, UV sanitation and disinfection for medical products. And so we, we wanted to take that and we came up with the UV seed device, um, which we, we, the hardware, we integrated, you know, MagSafe and Bluetooth and a bunch of sensors. But what we also did, which I think was the most interesting is we, we leveraged you know, the, the current technology that's out there. We took augmented reality and we took artificial intelligence, which may seem like overkill for a, you know, a, a phone accessory, but what it allowed us to do is to create a, 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 a disinfection device that, you know, when you hop on a plane, um, you know, and I, I travel a ton. I was, I'm going to tell a side story, but years ago when we were working on a medical product, I was flying out to, to uh, Montana State University. I've got a great uh, biofilm research lab. And, and during the flight, the, I was in the center aisle and this lady uh, changed a baby diaper. A, a oh, number, my goodness. <laughs> a two Z, not a number one, a number two Z on the tray table and then handed me the dirty diaper to give to the flight attendant and ever <laughs> since then i just always remember you know because i i fly a lot i just remember thinking i have eaten so many meals off of those and i know i've seen people you know open those peanut bags and they you know they'll fall out or the pretzels and off eat it off of there and i know that's not the first time there's been a poopy diaper on those but so we wanted is a little thing you could pop on your phone when you get on that plane um take your tray table down and sanitize it and that's really where it started um you know with the initial 
concept. And then we sort of let that idea sort of simmer for a long time. And then, you know, when, when we were stuck at home, we were like, okay, this is the time to, we have time because we're slowed down to do this. And so, you know, using the, the augmented reality, what we do is we, we use a bunch of sensors and we calculate the distance and, and the light. There's a lot of, a lot of math that happens, but what it, what it allows you to do is, is through your phone, when you, when you use the, the UVC device, um, you, you watch through the screen, we use the camera and then we overlay uh, a, a real-time heat map of the area that's being cleaned. So as you clean, you you watch your your phone, and you can see the areas go from a you know a, a, a light blue to a green, and green is when you hit your target color, and you can sort of pull back, and you can see what areas of the tray table, for example, you've cleaned, and if you've missed some, you can look and go back and and treat the new area. You know, the other thing that we did um, because UV light. Um, you know, you're not, you shouldn't look at it. You shouldn't put it on your skin. It's not, it's not going to, you know, cause major damage, but it, you know, it does cause damage to your skin and it, and it can cause, you know, burns to your eyes. Um, so what we did that, that really no one else had been doing is we went ahead and, and pulled in some AI algorithms at the same time. So while we're doing all that augmented reality, we constantly monitor the area that's been cleaned. Um, and we have the aperture of the light matches the aperture of the camera. So anything that's in the camera field of view is, is getting the light. You know, we don't, we're not shooting the light further out, but if during, in that field of view, we detect, you know, a hand or a face or a, a cat or a dog or anything. Thing. You know, we go, we turn off the light and we warn everybody. We we put a bunch of sensors in. So if you move your phone back too far, um, because light is uh uh it the further you are away, the less energy density you have. Um, if you get too far away, UVC would still work, but it would take a really long time. You know, it's a combination of the intensity of the light and the length of time that you have it on a single surface. So um, if you move it away, the intensity goes down. So you have to hold it a really long time, which, you know, the, the wands can't do that. What we do is we say, hey, you know, you're, you're too far away, move 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 it closer or move it further away. And we, we just wanted a, a device that, you know, that that one originally, you know, it was, it was two business travelers that, that came up with it. And, but we also realized that, you know, um, you know, new parents um, are, are like it as well. You know, when those, when those pacifiers fall on the ground or, you know, um, you know, if, 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 if you've had a kid or watched a kid and you take them to a, a grocery store, when they're the, <laughs> They're those babies, they immediately stick their mouth on the handle, you know, no matter how many times you say, don't do that. They are. Um, so we wanted something you can just pull out, but something that you you don't have to worry about. Am I using it right or wrong? You know, the, the software guides you through the entire process. Um, and so that was a real fun project. It was really, you know, uh, a little bit different from what we do on a on a day-to-day a, a -day basis here. Um, but again, you know, going back to the motorcycle, that's the fun thing about a startup. You know, when you're when you're working on something else and you have an opportunity to make a sharp turn, you know, if you're a if you're a nimble company, you can you can do that and, and execute. You know, if you're a if you're a, a huge company, the idea of saying, okay, well, one day we're making you know, we're designing knee implants and tomorrow we're going to make a phone accessory. That's a hard, that's a hard turn to make. Um, but when you've got a, you know, a, a company that's sort of set up like that, it's, it's nice. Yeah. I, I mean, what I like is that you were able to take something that uh, could potentially be more, you know, uh, 
business to business and, you know, medical only and stuck in a vacuum and you brought it over to the consumers. Were there any interesting challenges in like trying to take something that would normally be a medical device only and bringing it into the consumer market? Were there any challenges you had to overcome in that yeah. space? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing that we, when we designed this, um, you know, the, it's interesting because, uh, you know, the, the consumer UVC products are regulated by the EPA um, instead of the FDA, which is a weird wow. uh, thing that made no sense to me. Um, but that's the way the government works is sometimes they have laws that not everybody understands. So, you know, the 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 reason that is regulated that way is that uh, the way the way pesticide device laws are written, which were written, I guess, in the 50s, anything that kills a pest is considered a pesticide. Um, and so UV light has to follow the same rules as, you know, raid, spray, or even a mousetrap, wow. um, which doesn't make any sense. But uh, but from years of doing medical devices, we're, we're, we're pretty used to dealing with the, the sort of government regulation. And so when we when we we started this, we tried to approach it the same way we would approach medical device. Um, you know, the same design, you know, rules, the same quality control, uh, the same software sort of documentation. And so, you know, when we got to that regulatory aspect of of bringing that in um it, it was nice because there's a there's a lot of epa rules but you know we i had even though we'd never dealt with the epa when we sort of got to that finish line you know almost all of them had already been checked off just because you know you you, you end up starting to follow a, a certain pattern in your development life cycle and 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 for us you know, we didn't we didn't necessarily follow it exactly the same as if we were doing a, a medical implant, um, but we followed it if we were doing sort of a, a, a lower risk medical device, which is still a regulated device. Um, but yeah, there's tons of problems, you know, especially, you know, when as we're talking, you know, startups, you know, not necessarily for consumers, but sort of pullback for for medical. That's, you know, that's after doing this now for decades, that's the one thing that, you know, if, if, if any of your listeners or people who are doing startups, if you're, if you're doing a medical device or a highly regulated device is, you know, you, you sort of need to understand that in the beginning. Um, we've seen so many other companies that we've, we've dealt with over the years that, um, you know, they, they'll, they'll do their design, they get to the end and then, then they want to go to the FDA or then they want to go to the EPA. And it becomes very hard to fix anything at the end. Um, you know, the, there's required documentation that they want to see and to generate that when you're done, um, is, is really, uh, it's really painful. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the one sort of lesson learned, whether it was this device or, or, you know, or, or the welders that we've done or, or implants is, is that, you know, you, you, you need to sort of understand that regulatory pathway, um, you know, from the very beginning, uh, cause if not, you know, that's, that's where, Mistakes get very, very costly, very quick. Um, you can spend, you know, the not to get overly technical, but when you do a, like a medical device that has software, FDA expects you know certain uh, certain software standards to be followed, and and even if your software works perfectly, um, 
And there's been a few consumer devices for for babies that have came out recently that that had ran ran into this. Um, you know, they even if your device is great and it clinically works, um, and you put it on the market, and FDA says, okay, I, I believe this is actually a medical device, and we're going to make you follow these medical rules. If you don't have all of that documentation in place, it can take a year to generate all that documentation. Um, and so I, I've seen you know news articles, and I sort of you know try to try to stay up in the field. I, I've seen companies that have that have had to pull everything off their shelf and then generate all of this. And it, it's uh, it, it's a very uh, painful, painful, hard lesson to learn. I mean, yeah, you just saved people a lot of money on their car insurance by switching to some sense. <laughs> no, that's 100% true. The amount of burn rate that that would have occurred and then only to find out, wait a minute. Yeah, need... especially... yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying that. That would be the worst case scenario to sit here and raise all this capital, spend all this money only to find out, oh, we need to have all this ready before we even did any of this. Because now especially that's going to inform our design. Going on to you know market. If you've got a, if you've got a if you've got a sales force now and and you have to you have to stop all of that, you know, that's the hard one. That's a real hard one, you know, to to do, you know. And so like for us with UVC, you know, what's nice is that, you know, when we got to the finish line, you know, we had we had our boxes checked. So if you go on to Amazon or you go on to UVC.com, you know, you can check out the device and you know we've got them for sale. And it's it it it's nice to have all of your ducks in a row, you know, when you when you get to that finish line, because because you know if not, you know that that can break a company. Hundred, especially a startup. I mean, cash flow is everything, and you only have so much cash, and every day you're not making money. It's yes. not a good day. <laughs> no, no, one hundred percent, man. I mean, honestly, you just dropped the gem there. Uh, and and you know, you've mentioned Implant a few times. Uh, let's let's get to one of the other companies uh, and products, I should say, that you're that you're working with here, uh, and that is Relieve, right? If I understand correctly, it's a micro neuromodulation system, right? So right it off the bat, I'm like, huh? <laughs> but yeah. but it, it is interesting because from what I'm seeing, it's like stroke patients, uh, people brain damage, things yeah. of that nature. That's crazy. Tell tell it, me more about this. It's very interesting. So our you know. So the Benuti Technologies business model in the past is, you know, we're, we're a, you know, sort of a think tank and incubator. And I would say 99% of, you know, the companies, you know, and, and, and you know, our, you know, typically our model is we have the incubator and then a company sort of spins out, even though it still lives in our incubator, it's its own entity. Most of those are our, our IP, our ideas from the very beginning. Relieve is slightly different um, because it was an acquisition. We typically don't take, um, you know, you know, Dr. Benuti and I and, and and the other people on the team here. You know, we're we're all, you know, uh, you know, creative sort of inventor types, and we, you know, we've we've got a we were sort of joke. We got a big queue of of things that that need to be commercialized. So we rarely, as a company, will will take on external design work or bring things into the incubator. You know, Relieve is is one of those exceptions exceptions but slightly different it it was it was initially the the idea was was thought of by another company um and that that company and made mistakes along the way and ended up you know going you know insolvent and so we came in and and purchased the uh the assets of the company um and and saw a, a lot of potential for the device not just in its original indication but in some of these other ones that you were talking about and, and what our device is it's a it's a it's an 
implant. Um, it's about the size of an almond, you know, it's, it's real small. Um, and it, and it goes in, you know, through a small incision above your, um, above your, your, your teeth here, above your sort of in, incisor area. Um, and it gets implanted in the sphenopalatine ganglion. Um, and, and, and we won't go too technical on that, but that's a, a nerve cluster, um, you know, in, 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 in your autonomic nervous system. And, and that nervous system, you know, controls a lot of the things that your body does automatically, you know, um, you know, the things that you don't think about doing. You're breathing and you're, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, it does uh, some of pain processing and all of this stuff. And the, and the implant was originally designed um, to, to be placed in there. It's a, it's, it's passive. So it's powered externally. Um, and it was originally designed to treat chronic cluster headaches. Um, and, and if, if you're not familiar with those, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're considered what's called a suicide headache. It's supposed to be one of the worst pains known to mankind. Wow. Um, so they're worse than migraines. Um, and these patients, they just have, you know, really no ability to, to have uh, much of a functioning life when, when if you're, if you have these. Um, it's, it's not an overly common uh, uh, disease, but for the people who have it, it's, you know, it, it is, it's, it's life altering. Um, and this, this implant has been used in about 700 patients uh, for treating chronic cluster headaches. And, and what happens is, you know, they get the implant and then um, they take a small handheld device when they feel these headaches going on. And then they place the, the handheld over the, over the implant and it powers the implant. And there's you know, a bunch of technical stuff that happens back and forth. But, but what we do is we modulate. So it's a neuromodulation ship, uh, system and we, we modulate the, you know, the SPG, the sphenopalatine ganglion. And in chronic cluster headaches, what we're able to do is, is disrupt that, that pain feedback loop. Um, and so these patients who were, you know, had, had these debilitating headaches, you know, what they, what they're able to do with this device is they, you know, they use it and, and, and in about 15 minutes, you know, the, the entire headache, it goes away. And, and what was amazing with, with the clinical trials is that it was proven that it doesn't just, uh, treat the symptoms. It actually reduces the amount of of cluster headaches these patients have, um, and so it was a it was a real breakthrough for these patients. And when we were able to um, acquire that that technology and the in the patents around that, you know, we 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 jumped on it. Um, and so we're in the process now of of you know bringing this back to market. So it's been a it's been a it's been a big uh, a big lift. You know, um, the, the it's got a custom computer chip in it so you know we had to you know bring a found you know take them and make foundries and dice them and grind them and it gets all welded together it's a it's a it's a it's a very complex system um you know with the goal of 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 relaunching it for these cluster patients the um you know the 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 patients who were involved in the previous the clinical trial that was done by the company who had originally developed it once they found out we 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 purchased it um, it's been interesting because we get, I get an email once a week, um, or so about, cause some of the, the early patients, um, you know, the, just like a cell phone, if you've got anything with a battery, eventually it stops holding its charge, you know, I was, was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the, the good thing about the design is, is that the, you know, we use wireless power. So the, there's nothing that gets changed in the face, but 
you know, these patients from the original study are, are needing, you know, new, new handhelds. And as a company, you know, we're working on, you know, some of the regulatory hurdles that we need to do so we can start to provide those. But it's been just um, amazing to hear from these patients that say, you know, I have one of these devices and my handheld isn't, is not holding a charge anymore. You know, I can't imagine living, you know, without this device, you know, Will you guys, you know, support, you know, the the patients that were implanted, you know, previously during the trial? And as a company, of course, you know, the, you know, we, you know, Dr. Benuti's been has always been very adamant about, you know, why we, why we run this incubator is to you know, make make people's lives better. And so, you know, we want to be able to provide these replacement controllers. But at the same time, you know, the company we're looking at, you know, ways to use the SPG, you know, for other disease states. And as you you mentioned, um, you know, stroke, we're looking at, you know, the ability to increase vascular flow to the brain. Um, and, and this becomes important, you know, uh, when you have patients who have a stroke and they're, and they're going through rehab and they're going through therapy and they're working, you know, uh, working to get better. You know, if, if you can increase the neuroplasticity or the, you know, the brain's ability to sort of relearn things while they're going through therapy, you know, we, we believe that it, it, um, you know, it can, and can improve the patient's outcome and, and possibly shorten that time. So on that one, you know, we're, we're not quite as far along on that one. Um, you know, cluster, we're, we're finishing up some regulatory, um, you know, those clinical trials are done. We've got, you know, 700 patients, you know, finished up and we're, you know, we're in the final regulatory aspect of the cluster. Um, but we, we have received recently or been involved in a philanthropic grant um, where we're starting to do a prepare to do a pilot study on patients for stroke. Um, you know, the, the, the data looks really good, you know, and so we, 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 we really believe that that you know the the outcome of of this study will help power a larger clinical trial you know the the thing that also for us is 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 amazingly uh interesting is there's there's been animal work done now that shows that modulation of the spg or you know the senopalatine ganglion um can can relax the blood brain barrier um and and uh, I know we're sort of throwing out some some terms that may be not familiar, but the 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 brain has got this really great ability um, to keep bad things out. So it's got this. Um, it's called the blood brain barrier. So you know what that does is it, it it makes sure that you know if there's stuff in your system that you that shouldn't be in your brain, it doesn't go to your brain, um, which is great until um, until you need to get stuff to your brain. Um, so you know when you've got you know cancer patients uh, or you've got you know alzheimer's patients and you're trying to do drug delivery either you know directly to the brain or you know um you see sort of plaque build up or they're trying to get stuff out of out of that area um the blood brain barrier stops that so you know there's certain types of of cancers that you know chemotherapy doesn't work because you can't get that medicine to the location it needs to be. Um, and so, you know, our, our next phase, you know, where we're looking now is that, you know, the, the initial animal data shows that, you know, SPG neuromodulation can relax that blood brain barrier. Um, you know, there's still a, there's still a big lift, you know, to, 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 to go from animals to, to people, you know, that's not a, that's sure. not a, yeah. <laughs> not an overnight thing and nor nor should it be you know we're you know as a as a company our goal is to you know make patients lives better and we you know we are you know very careful about how we do that 
but it, but we we see a lot of promise you know using the SPG modulation in areas outside of just cluster headache, you know, so like the, the stroke, the blood brain barrier. And, you know, as, as this, as, as we mentioned and sort of even pull back to the beginning, you know, we, since we are a startup, um, you know, medical startups are move a little bit slower than, you know, the cell phone type startups, but, uh, you know, we are able to sort of, you know, watch these clinical trials and say, okay, well, we, we sort of want to go this direction. I, I wouldn't go as far to say, a, you know, a, a medical startup handles like a motorcycle. Maybe it's like a gold wing or something, you know, a big, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not a sport bike. Um, you know, but we do get to, we get to move a little quicker than like the, the, you know, the, the big multinational medical corporations. And so, you know, that's our, our goal at Relieve is to, you know, to, to, to bring this product, which has been proven and, you know, over 700 patients for cluster headache. We want to, we want to, we want to bring that back, you know, so these cluster headache patients, you know, have treatment, you know, and expand the indications, you know, we, you know, we would, we, we hope that, you know, that, that we can, you know, help these patients who have, you know, either strokes or, you know, Alzheimer's or, you know, you know, cancers. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's not an overnight thing, you know, but we're, we're, we're optimistic and we're, you know, pushing hard to go down that path. I mean, the ramifications of what you're saying immediately drive me to think of so many things that, that could be uh, impacted by something like that in a, in a very positive way, even for people with addiction, for example, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure that's one of many things that's on the pipeline for it just, as I'm hearing you say this, there are so many people who maybe are on the spectrum autistically and have emotional dysregulation. The list goes on, right? It's yeah. it's really awesome to hear that it, we're we're there now. We're actually in the future in, in that. It time. is, you know, it, it is is someone who enjoys tech and follows tech. You know, I um and and you know, maybe I'm overly optimistic at times, but it it is. You know, it, it is interesting, you know, as we're watching, you know, you know, companies, you know, like Neuralink, you know, or we're watching, you know, you know, some of these, uh, these AI companies, we're, you know, we're watching, you know, chat GPT as everyone is, you know, we're all sort of watching that. But, you know, I, I think as a society that, you know, and again, you know, everybody has an opinion, I definitely could be wrong, but it feels like, you know, we're at almost like an inflection point, you know, the technology is advancing very quickly. You know, what, what you can do now with AI is wasn't possible 18 months ago. Um, you know, the, and, and I, you know, I, I recently was, you know, at the, at the, I, I took my kids to the, uh, Smithsonian this year, you know, and we were sort of standing there looking at the Wright brothers plane and, and, you know, you, you don't think about it a lot, but the, you know, the, the, the time between, you know, when the Wright brothers did their first flight, you know, and the time that we landed on the moon, um, you know, mentally for me, that's a long time, but you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're talking decades, you're not talking hundreds of years. Um, and, and now, you know, researchers, um, inventors, and, and in just consumers, we have access to tools that 18 months ago, they didn't exist, you know, and, and so what's going to be interesting in the next six months, 18 months, is is how you watch companies harness these tools you know that that's the i think the 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 thing that is is going to be 
Um, you know, as, as someone who likes to watch stuff, that's the most interesting part, right? AI can do so much stuff, but AI can't necessarily uh, come up with the invention or the end use. You know, it's it's as we move forward, we're going to watch companies and people and innovators take these tools and now be able to rapidly develop stuff that would have taken years or decades to do previously. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it should be interesting. I think that tech is at a point where we should see a, a real sharp rise in stuff coming out, you know, and I, and, and medicine, I think is the same way. I mean, you know, you, you start to see now, um, they're doing a lot more, you know, uh, in digital twins and they're, they're using, you know, these, these huge AI engines to process, uh, you know, uh, concepts for different drugs. Um, I, I think you'll see a lot of that. I think that what will end up happening though, is before we'll see these, you know, you're, you're really, you know, you're going to have an 18 to 24 month sort of cycle. And that's not the development cycle. That's going to be the regulatory cycle. You know, um, the other thing that's sort of interesting, you know, is we're sort of a little off topic, but maybe we, you know, I guess it sort of is on the startup thing is, and it, and it also ties back to the, you know, the comment about, um, you know, the, the regulatory aspect is, you know, as you start using these new tools, it does interest and it does introduce a new, um, complication for the regulatory process. You know, right. part of part of what FDA is always about is, you know, deterministic systems and and you know, we need to be able to verify and validate if you're using a software tool that I give you these inputs, how do we process it to get this output? You know, and as you start using AI to to sort of be that black box in the middle, you know, the the traditional software documentation methods don't exist anymore. You know, if if you didn't write that portion of the code, you know, that, I, I mean, the, you, you you don't have it documented. Right. Um, so I think that I think it's it's interesting. I mean, especially if you watch like the Apple Watches and what Apple's doing. You know, they're Apple's really trying to leverage a lot of this with the, you know, throwing the EKG in the watch and, and, and a lot of the big tech companies, you know, they, they, they all want to, everybody wants to, to be there. I think that to, to watch who's going to make these changes, you know, is, is going to be fun. And, and hopefully, you know, they're all, you know, for the, for the benefit of society, you know, I think that, you know, uh, I think that's the end goal, you know, is, 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 is if we can leverage this technology um, and the, and this, these new tools to, to, to make everyone's lives better. I think that that'll be amazing. I mean, I can't tell you how many times uh, I'll sit there and wonder, what was that pain? I'll check my Apple Watch and I'll be like, oh, oh no, my heart rate is fine. Okay. Oh, I didn't yeah. sleep. I didn't sleep enough. Oh, I closed my rings. I mean, just even yeah. having that that data just to look at, to sort yeah. of calm me down so I don't jump off the ledge. Is, and every <laughs> every new update, my watch seems to yell at me for more and more of my habits. <laughs> you know, I, I think the the new one, and I was sort of slow to upgrade, but now the biggest one I get all the time is, um, you know, you're in too loud of an environment. My watch yells at me a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. Or hey, uh, it's time you stand up. You ever thought yeah. about maybe taking a walk? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but you know, all of that's really interesting. And and what and 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 you know, the other thing that we didn't have, you know, before this, and 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 I think that is is the most interesting, you know, portion of it is that, um, you know, the 
to power all of this AI and to power all of these developments in the medical space, you know, the the real uh, sort of secret or the the real thing you need is 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 the data, the big data, and and that's always been the the battle is how do you how do you get that? You know, about twenty four months ago, you know, Doctor Benuti, you know, I mentioned him a, a few times. You know, he's a he's an orthopedic surgeon. And uh, and we did a project at Purdue University um, because you know we we had a, a huge data set. He, he uh, does a ton of surgery, and you know it, uh, probably one of the largest single surgeon data set on knee replacements. And uh, you know I was sitting there one day and I was like, I have a data set of over a thousand surgeries we should do something cool with it, you know? And so we, we worked on, you know, a, a software program that could predict, you know, the, uh, the chance of you having a complication if you have a knee replacement and then how do you adjust that? What changes can you make as a person? Um, but it, it was an interesting project. We, we haven't necessarily commercialized that or done anything with it. There was more for inter- internal use. Um, but it, it was, it was very worthwhile for us as a company because it made, us understand what you need to have AI and to do something for you. You know, everybody sort of just throws out the term, oh, we're going to do stuff with AI. Well, you know, to to for AI to accomplish anything, you need vast amount of data. And 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 what's interesting, and we talk about, you know, we both mentioned the watches or you know, we've we've got all this, is is as a as a as a society now, with everybody being interconnected, we're we're slowly building this huge data set. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't necessarily have that. You know, we're talking about well, what we didn't have 18 months ago. With, I was you just know, gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years ago, if you were to say, hey, I want to know what percentage of the population stands every so often you'd do a you'd do a you know some surveys and you you know you you'd try to to glean that that data but now we're getting real quantifiable data you know how how much of the population you know blows their eardrums out with with loud noises you know or 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 what decibel level are people experiencing you know it was all things that, that people would you know try to take a small sample and then project into a bigger one but but now that everything's interconnected we're making these huge data sets that that will allow you know ai medical advancements which is it, it's 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 interesting you know the and it's always a two, double-edged sword right and i mean uh, you know you, 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 you now we've got people you know now all of your stuff's being taken and it's all anonymized i'm not you know i'm not i'm not I'm saying people that should be concerned about you know everyone should protect their own data but you know when you get pulled into these big data sets it doesn't say my name is this it just yeah <laughs> a number this person but, only stands for two hours <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and yeah yeah but it's interesting because you know that that's really what's going to drive you know these innovations you've got to have the computing power you've got to have the the you've got to have the software but then you have to have this you have to have the data to 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 do something you know and and they're the ingredients yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah if you're missing one you can't make it you know yeah. and and we're, and we're at a at a point that um you know when we wanted to do the ai you know or the stuff for uv seed yeah. you know i didn't have to go out and write code that says what is a hand you know because 
there are publicly available data sets of millions of hands or there, you know, and so now, you know, programmers, innovators start to have access to these huge data sets and, and, you know, I won't say 18 months, but, you know, five years ago, if you would want to write machine vision to detect a hand, it was, it was complex. <laughs> There's a lot of coding involved, but, you know, now that you have, you know, now if you want a repository of an, of a data set of, you know, a million hands, you can get, you can get that. They may not be free, you know, but you know, that data is out there and it, and it, it accelerates the ability for innovators to accomplish things. And, and for, you know, and that's important when you're a startup, you know, I mean, when, you know, the, you know, startup has, you, you raise money and you say, I want to accomplish this. I'm going to raise X to get there. You know, anything you can do to compress that timeline to get to the market is is critical. I think you drive so many amazing gems aside from sharing some updates on what you're doing with the projects, uh, products that you're putting out um, from not only telling people, look, you can save yourself a lot of money by just deciding whether or not you understand what regulatory bodies are going to be involved in this, right? And getting that paperwork set up. And like, that should be where you start from, uh, especially mm -hmm. when you're in the medical device world, right? Uh, but mm -hmm. now you're also talking about like, hey, make sure you understand what data uh, may yep. compress the amount of time, which as you know, time is money. Uh, like consider those factors and build from there. Uh, cause it's cool to have the idea and, oh, I want to change the world and it's optimistic and great. You probably can, but if you don't take these factors into consideration as a startup, you may be at a disadvantage from others who are doing that. Right. And Correct. So you drop some serious gems, you know, and I think you sort of mentioned it in passing, you know, but UVC is a product people can get on Amazon. Like that, that is, that is. Yeah. I tried to drop that a few yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool, one more time well. <laughs> Why um, more yeah. Time? And that's been, yeah, that's been great. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, it's one of those that, you know, every time we do another project or a new spin out, you know, you learn, you learn just a little bit more on, on the idea from ideation to sales. And, you know, that, that one's been a, 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 a real, a real fun one and a real educational one. You know, if, like you said, on Amazon, uh, you can see it, but it, for us, it's, it's taught a lot because, you know, the, you know, we, we, we've spun out, I think about nine companies out of our incubator. Um, and, and what the way we've done stuff in the past, you know, we have, we have intellectual property and in like surgical robotics, but when, when you're a surgical robotic, you know, company, we've we don't manufacture robots you know on on something like that we come up with you know the the underlying technology from a medical aspect and we make sure we have patent protection and then you partner with a surgical robotic company you know to have you know the, part of what you did gets integrated into another system um and and uvc was very interesting for us as a company because you know often we don't get to go um, from idea to, you know, being on online sales all, all at once. And so that one, that one was, that one was, was real fun for us because, um, you know, I, I got to, you know, I got to, you know, we, we thought of it, we prototype, we built it, you know, set up factory, you know, go through the regulatory, 
go to production, sales, distribution, and, and we got to do each one of those steps. But you know, every everyone who's doing a startup, you know that that the you'll you'll learn something every time, and and it. The more you get to watch other people, or the more you get to do it, you know, the more you learn, you know. And 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 we learned a lot on that one. You know, it, it was much different from, like I say, a surgical robotic or a, a, an implant that goes in your head. Um, but each each one that you do, you know, you, you take a little a little a little nugget of information, and then you can apply that to the next thing, you know. And Absolutely. and so. You know, you know the the UVC is is much different from Relieve, um, and you know the there's the the standard sort of day to day business stuff that's boring that no one wants to deal with, and you know that's always the same. But but the the there are a lot of similarities when you're taking an idea that you know that that no one has made before and trying to get it over that finish line. You know, the, there's a lot of stuff that you um, that are similar, you know, all of these, all of these things, you know, the, the people who are, you know, listening, you know, they may be doing anything from, you know, a, a vending machine startup to a, you know, or to a, I don't, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a, Elon Musk is listening on his neural, you know, <laughs> right. but, but, but even though they're all real different and they have different technical hurdles, you know, the, the, there's, there's still that same, um, you still have to have that same drive to, to go from idea, you know, to, to being able to hold something is a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a process, you know, and it, it's a rewarding process at times. It's a frustrating process a lot, um, you know, but, but it's something that, you know, hopefully, you know, podcasts like yours and, and, and other people who have stuff, you know, these, these communities now where people share this information, sort of a great resource, you know, I, I think that, you know, learning from other people's successes and failures, you know, is a, is a great thing. 100%. Like I said, the gems you've dropped in this in, in this conversation alone, for anybody who's even remotely considering stepping into a field akin to sort of where you're at right now, if you don't have those and you would have started a startup, the amount of money it would have cost you, you could have just saved yourself some time by listening to an hour podcast. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's it's really that simple these days. Again, we have access to data today and we either choose to use it or not. That's mm -hmm. truly, I think, one of the lessons here. It's like you said, we got this product full cycle uh, from development, you know, research to actual in the shelves for people to purchase. What that does now is give you more data to inform when you're throwing ideas around and looking at your mm -hmm. pipeline of technology. You're like, we could actually take this to market now. We know that. We yep. Not just we, the whole team really knows this. We can get it going. We've done it before. We can build mm -hmm. it better, faster, stronger. I'm all for it, man. Uh, I, I think this has been a, a really exhilarating conversation. I, the, the real question is with the red carpet rolled out, like, what do you want the listeners to do? Is there a website specifically? Should they be going to the Benuti Technologies website? Yeah, I mean, uh, if anybody is interested in the Benuti Technologies, I mean, you know, that, that we do have, we have a, a ton of websites. We have uh, a plethora. Um, <laughs> but no, so, you know, Benuti Technologies, which is a, is a, is the longest uh domain that is hard to remember for anyone uh that's why we picked it i'm kidding uh but it's b-o-n-u-t-t-i technologies.com i'm sure there'll be a link and and you know that one's just really our sort of uh you know our landing page for all yeah. of us 
Seeds. You know, the, the two that we talk the most about, you know, is UV seed. That's uh UVCEED.com. Um, you know, that that's you know the 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 germicidal disinfectant product we talked about. You know, it's uh, available for purchase on there or on Amazon or or people who are interested in in relieve. You know, that's not a, a device that you know is, is is anything you can go out and buy, you know, you know. A little different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, for people who are interested in 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 what we're doing and where we're where we where we're trying to go on that, you know, that's you know that's a, a, a at relieve r e a l e v e dot net, um, and so that one's out there as well. All of them are linked off of the Benuti Technology site. But you know, if you know if anybody's interested in, in any of those, it's a it's an area to to take a look at, and you can read a little bit more and, and you know see where we're at or see where. We, we hope to end up right on well justin man I, I can't thank you enough for breaking it down uh taking it easy on me on the tech you know uh, the technical terms i should say you know uh the spg is i'll be referring to it uh moving forward because spino palantine ganglion just you know it's like it's a little heavy you, you nailed it though you nailed it. <laughs> i was taking a risk you see <laughs> You know, I was an entrepreneur. I had data points. I, I took the risk. No, 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 no. I, I truly, truly enjoyed the conversation, man. And I, and I appreciate that you stopped by. Yeah. Thanks for having me.